The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Welcome back, my friends, and thank you for joining us for this episode of the Source of Truth podcast as we study the Word of God, which is, of course, a source of truth. And we're glad you're with us today, and we are in the book of 1 Peter. So if you're following along with us, 1 Peter, which focuses a lot of his attention on the reality of persecution, on the reality of suffering, on the reality that there are going to be times in life when we are going to face battles, we're going to face trials, and a lot of times that it simply comes down to we're going to face uncertainty. A lot of times the sufferings and trials and battles that we face are simply that, they're uncertainty. We, we see things in front of us that could become bad, may not, things that don't make sense, we don't understand why they're happening, and it comes down to this understanding of uncertainty. And so, but some of these things are more severe. As we'll talk about today, Peter references to this church. Remember, this persecuted church, this split church. They're running. They've been persecuted by the government uh, simply for believing, simply for worshiping, simply for following Jesus. They're persecuted by Judaism. They're, they're just under great persecution as a result of their belief in God. By the way, that has been the norm for the church ever since that day. For the couple thousand years since the church started back in those days, uh, it has been under, under persecution. We here in America have enjoyed a, lot, a large level of freedom because of the laws that were placed in here by founding fathers to protect us. That doesn't mean that that persecution hasn't continued across the globe, which it has. So when we say sometimes there's some things that we see coming that might, might be a level of unfairness or whatever term you want to use for Christian, Christians, it should not surprise us. But... That doesn't mean that we still won't individually endure some level of suffering or injustice or whatever term you want to use for our belief in Christ. And that's what Peter references today in the passage. So let's go to the verse we're going to look at. Again, we're in 1 Peter chapter 4. We're going to read verses 12 and 13 today. So verse 12, the Bible says this, Beloved, he's speaking to his friend, his family, to the church. Think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you, as though some strange thing happened unto you. But rejoice, inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. Now, in these two verses, there's just a bunch to unpack that we want to look at. Please remember, and I believe this to be very important, that when you look at Scripture, the Bible tells us not one jot or one tittle shall, shall pass till all the law be fulfilled. Jot and tittle are punctuations in Old Testament Hebrew. What we're saying is the word, the, the word choices that God has placed in the Word of God is important. And so we look at these things and it helps us to get an understanding of what, in detail, what's being said. So he says, Beloved, think it not strange, or do not be surprised. Concerning, let me read it and then I'll paraphrase it. Thinking not strange, concerning the fire trial, which is to try you. Or don't be surprised when you find yourself overwhelmed with the trial that is coming. Now notice that it is to try you. It is coming. There is a fiery trial. It is a serious trial. It's not a small thing. It's not a, a made-up thing. It's not even a, um, a known circumstance. It's a true trial. Because, and it is to try you. It is coming in. This is not may. This is. This is very, very specific. He says, don't be surprised when these things come. That's the focus of it. A lot of times we look at some of the things that happen in our lives, and we look at the, the battles in our lives, the battles in our in our Christian life, maybe things in our home and or work or things of that nature, and we sit back and say, God, what's going on? There is this idea, and I think if you followed 
someone who is a biblical preacher who follows the Word of God and teaches the Word of God biblically, you, you're not going to be taught this perspective. And the perspective is that as long as you follow God, everything's going to be okay. Anybody who's taught that is wrong. Now, if you follow God, you will have God's presence, you will have God's peace and guidance and comfort. It doesn't mean that the battles of life are still going to uh, skip you. You're, they're still going to go through some trials. So he says in this, don't be surprised. That's the core he wants us to see at first. And a lot of times that's the battle. A lot of times the reason we struggle so much in our Christian life is that when things come our way, we sit back and say, God, what in the world's going on? We get surprised. We begin to wonder, has, has God forgotten about me? We begin to wonder, is God mad at me? Did God, did I do something and maybe I'm in the woodshed and God is punishing me? We begin to wonder, why are they, why am I going through this battle and that person isn't? By the way, you have no idea what they are going through. If there's anything I've learned about being on Christians my entire life is we're really good at masking what's really going on, which is sad, by the way, but we can. So you may bump into somebody who's going through some of the greatest trials they've ever experienced, and yet somehow they found a way to put on a front so it's not noticeable. So don't just assume that someone's not. But here's what we think. That person's you know, bad or done. They should be punished, not me. We begin to run into a lot of human theory as to what's going on, and a lot of it looks back at, why can't it's not fair? Well, by the way, it's never fair. In fact, our salvation's not fair. It's not fair that Jesus had to go to the cross and pay the punishment for my sin that I unfortunately still choose to commit so that I could have a home in heaven. That's not fair. The word grace, unmerited favor, God giving us something we don't deserve. It's literally the definition of unfair. So don't, don't look at things and say, well, it should be fair. It, it, it's not. It's not going to be. So we've got to make sure that we understand that premise. It's not going to be. But when we look at these things, we have to say, don't be surprised by it. Because that surprise nature, it, it gives you a wrong perspective of God and how our life should be, wrong perspective of the suffering, and then it opens your mind to the lies of Satan. Because if you come to this thinking, these things should not happen to you, then you've bought into a lie of Satan that life should be good. And that, in fact, some Christian, uh, some very weird, wrong, and heathen, and, and apostate sects of what people would call Christian will tell you that um, if, you, if, if, you are, if you love God and you do right, your life's going to be good. If you're struggling with battle, if you're sick or something like that, then obviously you're not right with God. That is a bold face lie. There's nowhere in scripture that says it. If you're twisting scripture to say it, then you're, if you're making scripture say it, you're twisting it. Just go to the book of Job and study it. That's not a fact. So if you come into this understanding that you're suffering as a result of something bad, then you've missed this premise. So he goes, don't be surprised. Think it not strange concerning this truly hot, fiery trial, which is trial. Catch what he says at the end. And so some things, strange, strange things happen to you. Don't be surprised by it. Verse 13, but rejoice. We'll get there in a second. Inasmuch as ye are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad with also with exceeding joy. So rejoice. Now, it's a similar phrase used in the book of James. I brought, uh, my brother encountered all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, when you fall into or find yourselves in numerous temptations. That's the praise. Five, rejoice when you find yourself in numerous trials or temptations or sufferings. Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. That means the trial sometimes may be the trial of faith, or God is going to teach you something through that suffering. Sometimes God brings it in to strengthen me. Sometimes God, allow, God allows a suffering into my life, and then he teaches me in that. 
suffering. Either way, he's teaching me. He's developing me. So here's the thinking. Our wrong thinking comes in. Suffering's wrong. I must be evil. I must be this. And sometimes there may be people in your life who have justified that you're not a good person or whatever based upon struggles in your life. They criticize you and now they're like, ha, 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 see, God hates you. Again, a lie, but it's easy for us to believe it. Catch this. Rejoice in as much as you are partakers of Christ's suffering that when his glory shall be revealed, may be glad also with exceeding joy. You, while you are enduing the suffering that Christ went through, when it's end, when his glory is revealed, you will notice it. One, what you're going through, you, the people come, you come to the other side and realize that it was God's plan or God's allowance. And you, I don't want to use the term you'll be vindicated because we're not worried about being vindicated, but you'll, you'll be able to see both sides of it when it's all said and done. You'll be able to see God's hand. So the key comes down when we go to James and he says rejoice or find it all joy, is because God's, when he says this, knowing that the trying your faith work with patience. Now catch this next verse in James. Let patience or allow patience, it's a command. Let patience have her perfect work. Let the development God's doing have its work that ye may be perfect or mature and entire wanting nothing. The completeness that God is desiring to develop in your life comes through this. So when it happens, don't get upset. Don't think it's strange. Don't get f- f- mad or discouraged or depressed or think I might as well quit. I've been doing all this for God and look what's happening. If we have this idea that I do for God and I serve God and I give to God and I go to church and God owes me something, we have a wrong view of God. We have a wrong view of ourselves. We have, we have a wrong view of everything Christian. God owes us nothing. No matter how good we are, God owes us nothing. He gave us his son. He owes us nothing. And, and, and he's God. Have we ever thought about the fact that when we think God owes us something, the creation is telling the creator you owe us something, the one who died for us? It's foolish, ignorant thinking. So be very careful with that. So when you look at this, think it not strange. Don't be surprised. Don't, don't get angry. Don't, get discur- don't be overwhelmed. Be reminded. Find a joy. Why can you find a joy? Because God is aware of what's going on. God is allowed what's going on, and God is doing a work in your life. Yes, you can see these sufferings, knowing that God's allowed them. You can see them as a way to know that God is doing something in your life. It doesn't always make sense. It always, it always seems like it takes longer than we think it should. But it is true that God is still alive and well working in those circumstances. It's not always easy to catch. It doesn't always make sense. But we know God is alive and well working. And that's what we find our joy in. Well, thanks for joining us on this Thursday morning. Greatly appreciate the privilege you've given to me to be part of your day. We hope it's a help. Hope it's an encouragement. We challenge you today to stay strong. Keep your eyes on Jesus and trust that whatever you are enduring right now, He is aware, He is involved, and He's working it out for your best. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again tomorrow.